Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks, welcome to Gun Sports Radio. This is show 42. Can you believe that? that we're, we're moving. We're rocking. We're doing it. Let me tell you. Uh, we got uh, Mr. Hollywood is in the house. Lance is out on business. Michael Schwartz is on the line. We might want to put our headphones on yeah. <laughs> in case he wants to dive in. He's out at the gun show out at Del Mar. How you doing, Michael? Awesome. Beautiful out here. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But, hey, we definitely got to throw a shout-out to Gators Sunglasses, brand-new sponsor, American-made aluminum T6, 70-75 frames, worn by Navy SEALs, official sunglass CrossFit games. And they're actually worn by Michael Schwartz as well. So how are you doing out there, bud? How's the show? I'm doing great. I'm actually wearing my gaiters right now. <laughs> they're great glasses. Um, the show's great, man. It was beautiful. There's a lot of people. Uh, it's probably about an average size. It wasn't too busy. It wasn't too slow. And, um, you know, it, it's just really nice. We signed up eight new members, which is fantastic. Um, and I uh, got a bunch of information out there about what's going on and what San Diego County Gun Owners is doing, and uh, it's just really great, man. It's, it's gun people are the best people in the world, and the gun show um, is always, uh, you know, really interesting, and, uh, you know, a lot of different vendors out here, a lot of local folks, um, and, and I love it. Love every minute of it. All right, well, you've got some real important news you want to get out there, and you, your lovely wife, Laura, got a phenomenal uh, uh, award uh, after we finished the, uh, the the banquet the other night. Tell the folks about it. Yeah, uh, Assembly Member Marie Waldron uh, gave Laura a uh, recognition award for uh, all the work that she did on the Second Amendment celebration dinner at the Hotel Dell, and I thought that was really, really very nice of, uh, of, of uh, Marie Waldron. She's fantastic. She's running for county board yep. uh, uh, in, here in San Diego. And it was really nice for her to recognize Laura. Laura really did so much work on that dinner and, and uh, deserved that and more is when it comes to recognition. It's fantastic. I totally, totally agree. And I was so happy to see that uh, that, that that was awarded. Well, before we let you get into it any farther, we got to definitely throw a shout out to Gun Range San Diego at 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego. 10 to 10, seven days a week, gunrangesandiego.com. Trust me, folks, it's the Nordstrom's of gun ranges. When you go in there, they will treat you as if you own the place. I'm telling you, I've been in there myself. You go in there any any of the seven days out of the week, you're going to run into people that are there to help you. Uh, if they're busy, there's a reason. So, you know, just take a deep breath. There's plenty of things to look at, see. And I think you got some kind of a – don't you have a simulator or some kind of a thing over there? No. No, we're 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 all we're all range all the time. I thought you had something it's there that you real. could look at or do. Oh well, we got a new we got a new video game over there. That's it, a yeah, video we, game. We got a new video game over there, the Police Trainer video game. Are you it's, any good at it? I don't have time to play video games. I didn't think you did. Um, one thing I wanted to point out, so at the meetings this this uh, month uh, up in North County and South County and, and Central at the San Diego County Gun Owner meeting, I asked the the question of the audience, um, who's our biggest foe when it comes to the second amendment and i got a lot of answers the media uh the legislature you know apathy and i pointed out that there's a local group in town called the lincoln club which is generally considered a, a center right 
um, or, you know, right of center, I should say, political organization that focuses on pro-business candidates. And they uh, last week endorsed uh, Sheriff Gore for re-election, mm. and, which, is, which is horrible news. And I understand they're a business organization, but uh, if everybody, uh, uh, when you go on your computers, uh, check out SanDiegoCountyGunOwners.com and read our statement about uh, why that was a bad idea. You know, his, his CCW policies are, in essence, a ban on CCWs. And, uh, you know, a ban is never good for, for business. And, Joe, you know, at the gun range San Diego, if, if people were able to get concealed weapon permits to be able to protect themselves outside of the home, you know, wouldn't you sell more guns that are concealable and more holsters and more lessons? Absolutely. I mean, it would open up a whole range of, uh, of, of product sales. And we get those questions, all the, you know, not all the time, but every now and then somebody comes in and says, hey, do you have this this holster or do you guys carry that gun? And, and, and I tell them, like, we well, you know, there's, you know, it's a concealable holster, but we don't carry it. Um, we don't carry it just because. You know, nobody has a concealed weapons permit, so it just takes up retail space. Well, and you know what you would sell more than anything is education. Absolutely. We the do more a people, lot more classes. You would sell a lot more education. You would educate a lot more people if these laws and rules and regulations were lightened up a little bit. Nobody wants anybody to do anything dishonest or illegal, but we, as a, as a, as a, a public, we need to be educated. Hey, we got Duncan Hunter back on the line. How you doing, boss? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Not doing can you too hear me? Oh, yeah, we can hear you just fine. So, uh, right, good to go. How's, how's your uh, crazy end of the world doing? I mean, being in politics nowadays, man, that's got to be an e ticket ride. My uh, son just had a two and a half hour rugby practice in Encinitas, so I'm back in Alpine. <laughs> I've been driving all morning long. Oh, come on, dude. I know what that's all about. That's all I ever yeah. do. <laughs> hey, hey, Duncan, how was the golf tournament uh, this, this past weekend? Or this past it was week. fantastic. Uh, Saquon was fantastic. Their tribal council was great. We had a, a bunch of wounded guys out from Balboa and Camp uh, Pendleton. My, it was my dad's 12th annual golf wounded Marine Classic. Right? Sweet. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, we just the wounded for the guys. Yeah, the wounded warriors. We just gave a motorcycle to a kid on KUSI this uh, last week. Uh, you know, and, he, and what Harley Davidson's doing? They're giving a a brand new. 2018 motor Harley Davidson motorcycle to a wounded warrior all across the United States. Oh, that's awesome! That's right. That's yeah. awesome. I know it really, really, really is. Well, uh, uh, when you talked to Lorenzo Inzunza, I think his name was. He was the guy that uh, we had donated that uh, that uh, membership to Gun Range San Diego for that golf tournament, and uh, let him know we appreciate him being the the winner, the on recipient, that, the recipient. Yeah. So what is yeah. that? Uh, what do you do with uh, what's the purpose? I mean, it's for the wounded warriors. That's mainly what all yeah. the proceeds go yeah, to. So, no. So what happens is it's for the armed forces YMCA. So oh. what happens is somebody gets wounded, right? They have their arm blown off or something. They're then in Balboa Hospital. Say it's a 20 year old kid. He's in Balboa Hospital for like a year and a half two two years. The military does not pay for the family of him, for his 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 family to fly out and then stay at a hotel and have food. So imagine that you're you're from Missouri, from Mississippi somewhere, mm-hmm. Texas. You got to fly out to San Diego and live here with your kid if you want to be around him and you have the resources to do so. So it it helps uh, supplement those parents, and it also helps guys fly home because their parents can't fly out to them here, so it helps them fly home, pays for them to fly home, see their parents over Christmas and that kind of thing. You, 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 have, um, you also have the, uh, the great Warrior Foundation here, which mm-hmm. is a, a great group with Sandy Lim Cooler and 
and those guys. So anyway, just kind of you know uh, helps out with the things that the uh, military doesn't provide for. Well, let me throw something out there. A lot of people don't realize, and I didn't know about it till just recently, that if you're a, a, a frequent flyer and you do a lot of frequent, you can actually donate your miles to wounded warriors. And I think that's one of the biggest costs of is getting people from point A to point B. So if you have a ton of extra mileage and you don't use it for anything, that's a great place to donate it to. True. Absolutely. So what else has been going on in the wonderful world of <laughs> California? <laughs> oh, not not California. So I'm you know I'm a federal uh, legislator. So um, number one, North North Korea, Russia. Oh my! You know, those are the two things we're looking at a bunch. Uh, actually, to get down in the weeds, it's kind of it kind of has to do with uh, guns mm-hmm. because we're trying to figure out how to shoot down missiles as they go up into the sky as opposed to when they're coming down. Yeah. And um, North North Korea is only about 150 miles wide, so it's possible to shoot a, a missile off a drone and shoot a ICBM in boost phase. So I, I'm just trying to get my arms around that and trying to get that in front of, of the military guys because that's really the one of the only existential threats, meaning they could kill hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, if they ever were successful with their ICBM new uh, project. So anyway, doing that, obviously we have health care, working on tax reform, um, just trying to dodge the uh, the fake news and keep keep Trump in in line, get the border secured. And cut taxes and make health care in the, the free market again. Right. I mean, so we're, we're doing a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. And if the media would, I mean, they just did a report the other day, and I think the only the only media outlet was Fox that actually gave a 50-50 balance of, of news, where everybody else was 93 oh. to 7. The media. It's terrible. The media is in open war with this administration, and, and I think... The government is in op- not open war, um, but the the uh, government is trying to subvert this uh, presidency too. Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think embarrassing. Some, some really crazy stuff going on, but yeah. with, with our intel communities turning on Trump, right. um, the Department of Justice turning on Trump. What do you do if you're the president and you're being usurped from within? You know, by the uh, deep state, as as some yeah. people call it. Right. Yeah, it's a scary time. It, it's really interesting, especially with all of our. All the nuclear stuff going on. Oh, right. let me let me tell you. But you know what? I think we got the right man in the in the in the chair. I don't care what anybody else says. If they would just stop and listen to what he says, not what he not what he says, because a lot of things he or says how how he says it, right? how he not, says not it. how he says it, but what he says, right? Or better yet, go read the book. You know his book, and then after you've read his book, then you'll understand it. But yeah, I know I I totally get it. Well, hey, anytime you want to do anything with wounded warriors. And if you know you need my help putting a motorcycle show or a car show together, that way I can bring it to KUSI and get you just a bucket load of uh, exposure. All you have to do is reach out, my friend. Oh, great. Well, thanks. All right, man. Hey, we're going to go ahead and uh, let you go. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thank you very much. And we look forward to talking to you down the road. Hey, guys. Thanks a lot. God, God bless. God bless here. Have right a great there. day. All right, we're going to take a small break. When we come back, we got a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, AM 1170, The Answer. AM 1170, The Answer. The Hometown Advantage. All right, 
folks. Hey, welcome back, Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. He is Hollywood. Lance is off today. And we want to thank the good folks at Trident Gunsmithing for all their support. TridentGunsmithing.com. They'll do everything. I mean, these guys actually will work on them. They'll build them for you. They'll custom build them if you want special etching. And they sell guns as well. They sell Glocks. They sell bags. They sell holsters. You need to go down to the Trident Gunsmith and talk to Juan and, and Dan and tell them that you heard it right here on our show, Gun Sports Radio. Right now, we got John Dillon on the line. John, how are you today, sir? Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm doing well. Well, we're trying to survive without Lance and Michael, but I think old Hollywood and I are going to be able to pull that off. No I think problem. we can. Down the court. I think yeah. we can. We- so uh, how many fires did we have to put out this week? Uh, well, it was a big one this week, and uh, um, I can't say that it's been put out, unfortunately. <sighs> so to give everyone a little bit background, uh, last week or, uh, the DOJ finally finally submitted their assault weapon regulations that they should have submitted back uh, January 1st. Uh, and these regulations, basically, uh, they are how the DOJ interprets the new laws that were passed regarding assault weapons in California last year and how they're going to enforce those laws. Mm-hmm. So uh, it sheds light on exactly you know what people can and can't do and how things must be done according to the DOJ. Uh, when it comes to these weapons. So they submitted them last week, but unfortunately they submitted them in file and print only to the Office of Administrative Law, which means that they were not available for public review. People could not look them up. People couldn't see them. And uh, apparently the reports go that the DOJ went so far as to refuse uh, to release them uh, uh, on initial requests. But... The Firearms Policy Coalition last week, they were able to obtain those regulations, and they published them uh, around May 19th. And so now we have our uh, the first official glimpse into the mind of the DOJ when it comes to assault weapons in California. So what, what are some yeah, of the highlights? I was going to say, I haven't seen it. What does it look like? Is it ugly? Uh, yeah, it, ugly would probably be an understatement. Um, it's not too different from the original proposed regulations that they submitted back in December and then uh, later withdrew. But there are changes, and you know every change in these regulations is a significant one. So I highly recommend that people uh, go and find these regulations and read through them. Uh, every line is important, but we'll go through a couple things uh, today that'll shed some light at least on where things are going to uh where they're headed for all of us uh evil assault weapon owners in california so to break it down because there is a lot of stuff i'll say this uh obviously we have till december 31st 31st 2017 to register a uh, firearm that meets the new assault weapon definition in california now, uh, that is the, under that new definition, any rifle or shotgun that people have owned that use any type of bullet button or magazine lock uh, is now considered an assault weapon. So you have till the end of this year to register those. Uh, in the regulations, they discuss how uh, you, there are such things as featureless rifles and shotguns. 
Uh, basically, these are the firearms where you remove all the evil features that are listed and that identify a gun as an assault weapon in California, and that will not be considered an assault weapon. Uh, to review that, that's a collapsible or folding stock, a pistol grip, a forward vertical grip, or a flash hider. Uh, I want to highlight a couple other issues. So according to the WISE DOJ, uh, with AR-style rifles, you know, you have the upper and lower receiver. If you separate that upper and lower receiver from each other so they are not touching and they're completely separated, uh, it is not considered a semi-automatic firearm, and therefore it is not an assault weapon. So uh, if you disassemble your rifle and take out the two pins and separate it, we're not going to be considered uh, evil felons. But uh, if you stick them together and don't register it, uh, you might be considered one, so that's a good thing to note. Mm. It's kind of scary how uh, these little, tiny, insignificant uh, differences will, you know, either give you a felony charge or you know, continue on. You'll let you continue on as a free man. Jeez. I just got a text from Lance, and he goes, "John, Marietta, California, is now allowing concealed carry, expensive but concealed." What do you know about that? You know, uh, that's the first I've heard about that. But, hey, you know, if another county is now allowing uh, concealed carry, uh, I'm assuming this is based off of uh, self-defense purposes or mm-hmm, for good mm-hmm. cause. Uh, and if they're allowing that, that's great. I think that's fantastic. Uh, you know, people should be allowed to, you know, carry is, concealed. Is if Marietta in are. San Diego County, though? Yeah, Marietta is just right up there by Temecula. Yeah, it's up near Temecula. Yes, it's just north of Temecula. Yeah, so... Maybe their chief of police is actually signing. Uh, yeah, well, I guess it looks like it. Uh, you know, I, that's the first I've heard of it, but I'm sure we'll we'll hear more in the upcoming weeks and everything like that. Right. Uh, I did want to also talk about how uh, under these new regulations, uh, we have just a word of caution for people because these are some things I've seen people try to attempt to do to, uh, you know, comply uh, with the new laws, but. If you take your magazine release or the magazine catch assembly off of your rifle to where it just doesn't have one, that's still considered a detachable magazine under the laws. So uh, that's not a way around uh, the new regulations. So anyone who suggests that you do that or uh, says that's okay, I do not follow that advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, But it, it's kind of... I'm trying to pick out the stuff that really will matter for people. Oh, here's one. Uh, Stripped AR lowers, so the lower receivers that have no parts or uh, accessories attached to it that you can just buy uh, bare and strip, they are not considered uh, semi-automatic firearms, and so it is 100% perfectly legal to buy a stripped uh, lower receiver in California still. I know a lot of people... uh, assume that that wasn't the case. So I wanted to make that clear that you can buy a strip lower. You just have to make sure you buy it, uh, you know, according to the California state law. And then also when you build up that rifle, make sure that it either is fixed magazine compliant or featureless compliant. Uh, if you, uh, don't want to get on the wrong side of the law there. Uh, no, we don't want to do that. (laughs) Yeah. The deal is, you know, it's not like you can retro, actively like go buy a, a strip lower and then build it 
like they yeah, were so last not, year and then register it as a assault right. weapon. Exactly. They're not going to allow registration of firearms that weren't lawfully purchased and owned before December 31st, 2016. So you can't buy a strip lower receiver now and build it up and then try to register it as an assault weapon. They well, will then, not allow that. Well, then what do you do with it if you buy it? Well, if you buy it, you either have to complete it as a featureless rifle. Oh, I got you. Okay. Or you have to make it to where it has a fixed magazine. Gotcha. Uh, uh, and the other uh, thing here, which is, this is probably going to be the worst news you hear, but when you, if someone wants to register as an assault weapon, uh, you cannot change the release mechanism after you register. So even though you register it as an assault weapon... Uh, you can't take the bullet button off. You can't take the magazine lock off. They're considering uh, that to be a separate category of assault weapon under these regulations. I don't agree with that. Uh, the law that was changed, uh, there's only you know one category of assault weapon in that instance, and uh, I think the DOJ is overstepping in this instance. But, yeah, so... If you, even if you register as an assault weapon, you can't go and then take your bullet button off. They also specifically highlight uh, the little magnets. Have you ever seen those where you can, they lock onto a bullet button and allow you to depress the magazine mm-hmm. release? Mm-hmm. Those are going to be considered detachable magazines. Uh, so that's not a way around it at all. All right. Well, uh, let, let me ask you a question, John, yeah. before you make me totally throw up here. Um <laughs> What is the what are the repercussions? I mean, what is the enforcement side of it? I mean, is it you know like I say you decide not to apply you know to go by the laws and you just decide to heck with you I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're going to come hunt you down. Is it where you would get yourself in a situation where if you did get in trouble, then you would get in real trouble because you have a gun that's yeah, not legal. That's- that's more of the situation that will okay. occur. You know, they're not going to start, you know, knocking on your door saying, okay. hey, we didn't get your, you know, registration. registration. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's more, you know, you're going to be going to the range or, you, you know, you're coming back from the range. You have your gun and they pull you over for, you know, speeding, but then they see you have a rifle case right. in your back seat or something like that. And those charges will tack on. And when it comes to assault weapons in California, these are significant charges. We're talking about felonies. And, you know, if you built up your rifle in the wrong configuration, that could be considered manufacturing an illegal assault weapon. And ignorance is no excuse. Yeah. And then you also have possession of an assault weapon. So that's two charges for one rifle that you just built wrong. So you really people really have to pay attention uh, if they want to. Make sure they're not breaking the law here. Um, well, they should call you it. first. Yeah, definitely. You can always call my office. Uh, we're more than happy to help people figure out uh, what they need to do. Is Second, there- uh, I want to say this. There, there's two silver lining type uh, rules that we got in here in these regulations. They do, uh, under these regulations, they're going to allow for joint registration. So if a husband and wife both want to register as the owner of one assault weapon, that is going to be possible. Hmm. Uh, obviously, there's the age requirements. You've got to be over 18, and then you also have to be in the same house. So yeah, And you have to show proof uh, that you both live in the same house uh, in order to jointly register. And they do allow immediate family, but again... Everyone has to live in the same house for that to apply. Gotcha. Uh, the second one is they allow for voluntary deregistration. So I know uh, everyone is a bit upset. When you register an assault weapon under California law, you are no longer able to transfer that firearm 
uh, or even pass it down when you die. And that's a, a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, they buy these guns and they want to be able to pass it down to their kids right. or even eventually sell it down the road when they get tired of it. But uh, if you register an assault weapon, you can't do that. However, they do allow voluntary deregistration. It's a bunch of paperwork. you got to show proof uh, that your rifle is now in a compliant uh, configuration and all that, and then they send you a confirmation letter, and we're talking about the DOJ, so this isn't going to happen over the course of a week. This is a couple months long process. Uh, But after you do that, it is possible to sell the firearm. So... uh, out of all the regulations, uh, the joint registration and voluntary deregistration is probably the only uh, positive notes in the whole thing. Um, yeah. You know, there's very little benefit uh, people get out of registering as an assault weapon. You know, you don't get to take the bullet button off. Right. Uh, you know. So. So you hear a lot of uh, you know you hear the NRA is suing and uh, California Rifle Pistol. They're they're you know putting through paperwork. Is there any light at the end of the tunnel that these things may get overturned or changed or or anything like that? Yeah, you know, it's entirely possible. It's going to be a tough and long road, I'll tell you that. I mean, nothing that goes through the courts happens quickly, but, mm-hmm. you know, it is possible. I, you know, I truly believe the law is on our side. And Persistence, uh, persistence, persistence, yeah, persistence. You know, we may have to file suit 10 times that eventually I think it will uh, come out the right way. I think you're right. They just want us to go away and forget about it. And I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. And that's the important thing. People can't give up. We, no. uh, you know, hey, do you want to stay on, you want to stay on the line or have you got hobbies to do? No, nah, I can stay on the line today. All right. So we're going to go ahead and take a break, folks. That's Gatsky, Dylan, and Balance, LLP. Call them at 760-431-9501 or go to www.com. CAfirearmslaw.com if you want your butt protected. We'll be right back. We'll take a small break right here on Gun Sports Radio. AM eleven seventy. The answer. Welcome back to Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. And this is Hollywood. And Lance is off today. Michael Schwartz, are you still on the line? Oh, no, they threw him out. Yeah, they kicked him out of the gun show. Yeah, because they wanted to get him out of the gun show. He was out at Del Mar. Uh, We want to thank Gators Sunglasses. Uh, Shop online, www.gators.com. They got a special discount for the month of May. So make sure you get on there, snag yourself a pair of sunglasses, and the money goes to a great cause. I don't have the paperwork handy, but I think it was a military, if I'm not mistaken. So make sure you check out Gator Z's. Also, 511 Tactical. So I'm watching the NASCAR race. Was it the NASCAR race? No, it was drag racing. Okay. And 511 Tactical sponsoring yep. a, a NASCAR or a drag racer, which was good. I can't think of the name off the top of my head who it was. All right. Hey, this is Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in lovely San Diego, 10 to 10, seven days a week. GunRangeSanDiego.com. In fact, didn't you say something about they've got a big Glock sale going on over at Gun Range San Diego? Well, we just finished up Glock Days okay. uh, last weekend, and it was a huge success. We had, the, we had the guy from uh, Glock down there. Uh, Mr. Glock. Mr. Glock. <laughs> uh, he was a uh, Glock armor, brought the uh, mobile armory with him, and uh, 
we had a you know big display set up, mm-hmm. you know, coffee, donuts, and we were installing night sights for uh, sixty bucks, Jeez. you know, super cheap. And uh, we ran through all the stuff that we prepped for that, and uh, the boss is like, all right, just more, 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 more. So every <laughs> people for that whole weekend, any, whatever the customers wanted, they got, and it was wow. a great weekend. And the great thing about that is everyone who bought a Glock during that weekend, they got a ticket, and next month they get to come back, and the Glock armor is going to come back again, and it's going to be a before-we-open type deal. So it's going to be a private event uh, on the range shooting their Glock, learning everything they want everyone to learn about Glocks from the Glock guy out there on the range. For free. Yeah, for free. Yeah, it was part of the, you know. Part of the, part of the deal. About part it. of the deal, yeah. So they got a Glock so low we couldn't even advertise it. Yeah, and you're saying. And uh, and now they get a free class on top of that. Wow. Now, now, what? now does Glock normally do that, or is this just something new? It's just something that we, uh, you know, Glock does a deal where, you know, if you want, if you, you know, any gun store, they mm-hmm. say, hey, I want the Glock guy to come out and, you know, uh, you know, meet my customers and work on guns and that kind of thing. Sure, sure, sure. And they'll come do that. And uh, but we got to talking to the Glock Armor, and we were just trying to you know do something special. And and he suggested, hey, why don't we do this? And we were like, well, can we go this way or that way? So you know, it was just a one uh, thing led to yeah, another. Exactly. And then bang, now we got an extra event coming up next month for How that. How cool is that? It's really. And I tell you, this weekend <clears throat> and or until the end of May, um, for the rest of this month. We are selling uh, XD Springfield XDs normally four ninety nine for three nine hundred dollars off. Wow, no twenty five percent. You know, basically twenty yeah, percent yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, three hundred ninety nine dollars. I think it's like four fifty two out the door. Right. It's ridiculously low, and uh, those things are flying out because they're such a great gun and people love them. And it, I mean, the price is ridiculous. Right, three ninety nine for a Springfield XD. That it's is yeah, crazy. And then you couple that. We call it our dual armed event because you couple that sale with what Springfield is doing. And you buy any handgun from Springfield, send in your receipt, you know, go online and register, and they send you four free magazines, a holster, and a magazine caddy. And it's it's it's, I mean, you so basically, you're getting about six hundred and eighty dollars worth of uh, gun and gear for four fifty two. And that's a XD. XD. Yep. It's uh, it's it's one of the more popular striker fire style uh, yeah. handguns. I got one like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got one like that. Exactly. Exactly yeah. like that. And uh, so we're having a great event down there this week. We got uh, we're um, speaking of Springfields. All of our M1As are on sale, uh, seventy five dollars off, and we have it in every configuration. We have the the standard. The SOCOM 16, the Scout Squad, you know, which are all different. The SOCOM 16 has a 16-inch barrel, right. the Scout Squad 18-inch barrel, and then the Standard has a 22-inch barrel. Okay. We have them in flat, dark earth, black, wood. We got you them all. It. You name it, we got it. And, uh, yeah, so come on down there. and. Well, here's the other thing I want to throw out here for Gun Range San Diego, folks, because I, I talk to a lot of people about this show, and I talk to a lot of people about Gun Range San Diego. And what I notice more than anything is – People are hesitant because they don't know enough about the industry and they're embarrassed to go ask. For example, I asked a guy the other day, well, if you could get a firearm, what would you get? He says, I have not got a clue. Which tells me that's why he needs to go to Gun Range San Diego. And this is not a commercial. This is the truth, folks. You walked in there. If you told anybody in that building that, hey, I'd like to have a personal firearm, but I have not got a clue. 
they will spend, you guys will spend as much time as necessary much, yeah, absolutely. to get you the right one if you have to shoot every gun in the house. Right. Well, th- and that's a great thing about uh, the gun range in San Diego is we do have the range. So somebody come in and say, I definitely want to purchase a gun. I just don't, I, don't want. I don't know what I want. You know, so there's a lot of questions you ask, you know, what's the purpose? How often are you going to shoot? You know, uh, you know, there's a there's a um, there's a, there's a wide range of questions you ask first. And then. Once you get you get those answers and you kind of narrow them into a, a general direction, is you know they might you know give them four or five different options sure. th- th- to fit their scenario. Right. Um, and the great thing about it is, uh, if they still can't make up their mind, they just go right over to the range, and more often than not, we'll have that gun for rent on the right. range, and they can go shoot them and figure out which one they like. Right. And even and even if you've never shot before, we get that a lot too. We get people come in and. Like you said, they're kind of timid. Like they almost whisper to you, like, "Hey, um, we we want to rent a gun, but we we never shot before." Yeah. And, yeah. and we're like, and I get loud. I'm like, "It's okay, it's all right. We we love first time shooters." So even if you've never shot before, you know, uh, the guys over on the, the range counter are going to make sure you understand safety first of all before you go out there. And unlike most ranges, we have two range safety officers walking the line mm-hmm. at all times. Anytime you're out there, any questions, any concerns. Just wave them down. They'll come over, answer any other questions that you have. Right. And I love it's, it's a really fun deal when somebody comes in and they say, you know, I don't know. I'm unsure. And then two hours later, they're leaving. This thing is awesome. This right. is exactly what I wanted. Exactly. And, you know, and they go from unknown and unsure to confident and happy. It's, right. it's, it's, you get to see that transformation. It's well, awesome. see, like I told you when I bought my wife, uh, bought a, I bought a Mossberg 500 and I bought a 9mm Smith & Wesson. We bought it from this gun range or gun store. She never touched the gun. Never touched it. They didn't even, there was no class. There was no, let me show you how, none of the above. So by the time I get it home, you know, she never, like we've had this conversation 27 times. She'd never racked it or, you know, to to put a a round in the chamber. She can't do it. So Manny, I know at the range, he's he's got a trick set up. He's going to show her how to do it. But it still bothers me to this day that I spent the money and really got no service. Yeah, I don't know how you sell a gun to somebody without let, without putting it in their hands first. I mean, granted, some people do come in. They say, "Well, if you come in and you say I've been shooting my whole life, that's or, another story." Or if they just come in and say, "You know, I'm looking for this, you know, ABC gun. Do you have it? Sure do. Yeah. Bring it up." Oh. I specifically said I'm buying this for my wife. Yeah, you know, and to think that and if if you were to walk in to Gun Range San Diego by yourself and mm-hmm. say. I'm buying this gun right here for my wife. I know exactly what you say. Go home and get it. Go home and get your wife. (laughs) Go home and get your wife. It's like buying your wife's shoes. You don't do that. I know. You know, a gun is a very intimate and personal thing. And, you know, they need to be in there. Uh, You know, it's like buying your wife a bowling ball and with your name on it. I know. I know. And the thing of it is, guess where it sits? It sits in the gun safe, and it has not left since I bought it. Yeah. Why? Because she don't like it. There you go. She can't shoot it, so, you know, what's the point of go- You know, so, you know, I've got that to deal with as well. But I, And I wanted to just bring that up, because talking to Manny and talking to the folks, and I've talked to people that have actually gone in that didn't know anything, because I tell people, go in, go in, go in. Oh, man, I don't know nothing. I, I, I don't know what I want to do. I, I really want to, but I don't, you know, just go in. And I've had two Come back out and say, dude, that was the best experience I ever had. That's awesome. And that's what this is all about. Not only the radio show, but Gun Range San Diego and Trident and John at, at the law office. Yeah, it's, you know. It's all my, about service. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mike Schwartz said it really, really well earlier. He said, 
gun people are the greatest people. Yeah. And, you know, and when you you don't need to be shy or scared or or intimidated because, you know, uh, at least not for the gun range San Diego, you come in and we, we want more people in our yeah. in, No in intimidation this whatsoever. Yeah, we want more people, you know, and you don't get more people enjoying shooting and into the shooting community by being a jerk mm-hmm. or being obnoxious or anything like yeah. that. You do it by education, teaching, understanding, you know, and it's... Uh, it's the only way to fly. Absolutely. Right. Last last quarter is open mic. You All can right. talk about anything you want except horses. <laughs> I don't know nothing about horses, but I got stories. All right, folks, this is Gun Range San Diego. No, it's not. Gun Sports Radio. Gun Sports you know, the Radio. The names are so close. Have you noticed? <laughs> I have. I like that. But, hey, it's brought to you by Gun Range San Diego, and we can't thank them enough. Seven days a week, 10 to 10. Go down and check them out right here on AM 1170. The Answer. AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back on Sports Radio. I'm Dave. This is Hollywood. And we are rocking it out right here on AM 1170 because it is the answer. And we want to thank our good folks, Triton Gunsmithing. Go to tridentgunsmithing.com for all your repair needs and pretty much anything and everything else you need. Great bunch of guys. The craftsmanship comes out of that joint. Everybody on this show has had something done at Triton Gunsmithing, so you do need to check them out. We also want to give a shout-out to Gators, Sunglasses, uh, 511 Tactical, and a special thanks to Gun Range San Diego. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. And, of course, our big lawyer friends, John Dillon at Gatsky. I have to get it right. I always put him first. Mm-hmm. Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance for all of your needs when it comes to the law and gun ownership. Always better to ask first. Do like uh, Hollywood does. He's got a speed dial for Dylan, just so he I do. doesn't get in trouble. Well, you can't afford to make a mistake. No, especially not in you know when you have your FFL, your livelihood on the line. You can't afford to make a mistake. They will take it away from you. Absolutely, and and just as important is you know um, you know people don't know where to go a lot of times. So yeah, what they do, you know, they what do they do? They go to their local gun store and that kind of thing. And the great thing about uh, John Dillon is he's always available right. because he understands that. And so when you come in, I'm not reading you, you know, if you come in and ask me something about any of the laws or any of the legislation, if I don't know, I'll come out and tell you, I don't know. Right. But uh, if I do know, it's because I've done the research. I've talked to, you know, John Dillon or alike and got, you know, uh, I'm, I'm giving it to you straight, real. No, no internet. There's no benefit to yeah. BS. No benefit. Yeah, no, you know, well, people get on the internet and think that, oh, well, it was on this website, so it must be right. What? Well, that was something what? exactly. You mean everything on the internet's not true? Isn't it horrible? Oh, my gosh. I thought Facebook was gospel. <laughs> exactly. And that's, you know, well, my buddy says, blah, blah. Well, you know, if your buddy's not a lawyer, even if he is a lawyer and he doesn't specialize in this type of uh, information, yeah. you might not you might not be getting the correct information. So that's a great thing about those guys over there, and they keep us straight and they help us. And that's half of running Gun Range San Diego is information. Absolutely, yeah. We people. If you start giving out bad info, guess what? Oh, don't go there. Yeah, don't go there. Those oh, guys, those guys don't know what they're talking yeah. about. I just got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> and when I get out, <laughs> no, no. But and I think that's you know service is always the key to sales to any any industry. But I think 
when you're thinking of purchasing a gun or, or ammo, right? Your service has better be stellar because that's what you want when you when you go down that road. I think. Well, and and that's what we do. That's a. Uh, I think I told you we talked about it before. Where you know um, when I first interviewed with uh, with Gun Range San Diego, you know back when dinosaurs roamed the earth, and that was their thing. They said customer service is oh, yeah. customer service is number one, and that's like it, that. And you know they uh, haven't deviated. Not even not even a little bit. And you know they we do our our you know quarterly meetings and that kind of thing. And that's always the first thing we talk about and the last thing we talk about. Right. Um, we had a great guy in uh, in today, and uh, I can't remember his name. I think it was Dean, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm getting that wrong. A local law enforcement guy. And he's in there, and we're just talking, shooting the breeze. And I didn't, you know, I didn't know he's he's in, you know, workout shorts and sure, sure, shirt, sure. you know, and brought his guns in to shoot a little bit. And uh, he had some questions, and I answered it, you know. And um, luckily, Veronica was there today, and so I got to pull her out because all You're he working on Sunday, yeah, What's she that girl doing. She works all the time. She gets out, and she don't she don't just sit in the office and wow. well, you know, I know. Do paperwork. she's outside She's signing people up in the morning. Exactly, I know I yeah. See her. Well, she's, she's involved. The, yeah, she's and that's how and that that's, makes you involved. Exactly. And if and if if the person who signs your paycheck is is out there being polite to customers, mm-hmm. you better doggone bet that the right. rest of us are out there being mm-hmm. polite to customers. Yes, and indeed. don't let a customer complain. Yeah. about bad service. Now, if it's a, if it's you know if if it's something that has to do with the law or something like that, that's just the way it is. We can't you know we can't break the law. Right. But if it's a bad attitude problem, I can guarantee you, Veronica. She fixes that quick, fast, in a hurry. Yeah. But we had this guy today, and he just uh, he's like, "Hey, before I leave, I just want to let you know." He goes, uh, "He goes, I'm law enforcement, and you know, and every time I come in here, you guys go above and beyond. It's the best customer service I've ever, you know, ever had. Best gun store I've ever been in." So I'm like, I had to drag the boss out there so she so she could hear that. I'm like, you know. Give her some positive feedback oh. as well. Oh, hey, I forgot. Dylan's on the line. He wants to call. <laughs> Sorry about that, John. I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you could still text. Yeah, go ahead. Jump in there, sunshine. Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, we're just BS, and we forgot about you. See, that's why you need to come in. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, hey, I just wanted to cover a few more things. Sure. To the new assault weapon regulations. Uh, first of all, I know that there's a ton of products that are coming out that are attempting to comply with the the letter of the law and the new regulations. And I do want to highlight the fact that uh, although the regulations do not address any specific product that has come out, uh, the theory that, you know, is kind of being used uh, seems like it has been approved in some sense. Uh, but basically, when... Uh, the DOJ defines disassembly of the firearm action because that's the new language that determines whether something is a fixed magazine or not. Mm -hmm. They do use an example uh, quoting saying, removing the back pin from an AR-style firearm and lifting the upper receiver forward using the front pin as a fulcrum uh, before releasing uh, before the magazine can be released is considered disassembly of the firearm action. So, uh, that kind of definition that they just use or description of uh, tipping that upper receiver up is uh, what a lot of these products are, are attempting to do. Uh, again, I want to caution people that doesn't mean that certain products have specific DOJ approval. They haven't come out and approved any product, mm-hmm. but it does seem 
that you know they included this language because these products are out on the market and uh, they know of them uh, obviously so that's something to consider when you're trying to figure out what options you're uh, wanting to go and uh, whether or not you just want to alter your firearm so it is not considered an assault weapon or you just want to go ahead and register it the other thing i wanted to talk about is just the registration process itself it's going to be on the CFARS system uh, online, and that should be available soon now that the regulations are out, but again, no guarantee. But I do want to stress this. They are going to be asking for all your personal information, height, weight, sex, address, uh, description of the gun and description that IDs it uniquely, to quote the language. Uh, The big problem with this, though, uh, and I'm sure you guys will... uh, understand this is it wants the name and address of the individual or business from which you bought the firearm hmm. when you register that assault weapon so uh, i don't know about you but i don't think everyone remembers the gun store they bought the gun from 15 years ago you know not you can't always remember the name of the guy you legally purchased a firearm from uh, you know five years ago so uh, that may cause a lot of problems with people trying to register if they don't have uh, that information. So that could be a big problem. That is ridiculous, mm. is what that yeah. is. You know how, especially you know you know they they we do PPTs you know personal person transfers here in California and you know it's, it's perfectly legal you know for me to sell my gun to Dave or Dave mm-hmm. says to me and we because you go through the same background check and everything the store hold and the store holds onto the gun for the ten days. But, you know, if I, if I bought something, you know, uh, 10 years ago or five years ago or three years ago, I mean, I don't remember, what was, what was the guy's name, Doug? I mean, it's not like we, like we yeah. stay in touch if I buy it off the Internet or something like that, you know, off of cow guns. But or ignorance is or no excuse, right? Well, I don't think that's ignorance. I mean, that's just ridiculousness. Well, yeah, I, I think they're just asking a little too much there. I mean, you know, rarely do people keep that detail of records. They may, you know, remember when they bought it or, you know, oh, I was in this city or I was living in this location when I bought the firearm. But, you know, especially if it was a one-time private party transfer that went through all the necessary background checks, but, you know, you never met the person beforehand. Uh, It's not like you became best friends with them. So rarely do you write the guy's name down that you bought the gun from. Well, well, wait a minute. Don't they have record of that? I mean, if you were to well, buy, that, if I was to buy a gun from Joe, I mean, wouldn't they have all that information? That is, uh, you know, that information is taken down when, you know, the transfer is made. But, you know, the individual doesn't just have access. They can't right. go down to the gun range and say, hey, you know, uh, I need you to look up a gun I bought 10 years ago. Uh uh, just, you know, while you're free. And uh, I, I know that the Hollywood over here, he's not going to be too pleased when uh, people are demanding that he look up all the records to find out, you know, Joe Smith who sold this gun on this date. That's going to be uh, a pretty tall order to fulfill. It's, it's huge because, you know, we sell so many guns a day, and then we keep, you know, hard paper copies of all that stuff. But, you know, we, we literally have a warehouse that we, you know, because we have to keep it for a certain amount of time. But yeah. we literally pay to to rent a, where, a warehouse to store all these things and there's no way i mean if you don't yeah there's no way no way i would well they're just using for another excuse to trip up the whole program yep absolutely yeah i mean i'm telling you right now there's gonna be a massive amount of problems oh man john thank you very very much we appreciated you taking time out of your day that was a lot of talking oh, but, no problem but hey we need it man i'm telling you we got to stay one step ahead of these guys 
That's a true story. Hollywood, excellent job as always. We look forward to having you on today, and it was a blast. I knew it would be. Oh, I love it. I love it. So we'll Lance you- can go on vacation more often. Yeah, we'll send him on a trip. So you're due back next week. Michael Schwartz as well. Folks, don't forget, join San Diego County Gun Owners Association. It's really important. Go down to Gun Range San Diego and have some fun with Joe. And the show's on the San Diego County Gun Owners website now. So go check it out. All right, folks, we're out of here. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.